KYW News Radio Original Podcasts. This is KYW News Radio in depth. I'm Matt Leon. Time for our weekly look at the economy as we break things down with David Fiorenza, Associate Professor of Practice, Villanova School of Business. Lots to get to, so let's not waste any time. Give a listen. So let's start with some good news. Jobless claims, just under 350,000 for the week, uh, for last week. That was even better than estimates, and it's, uh, I believe, the lowest since the pandemic started. Continuing claims uh, also at a pandemic-era low. Uh, that's pretty good news on the job front, especially as things feel a little uncertain with the Delta variant. Yes, indeed, Matt. It's good to be back to be talking about positive news. Anytime you get numbers under 350,000, I think it's uh, a chance to maybe take a celebration lap. Uh, I don't want to get ahead of ourselves, but it is the fourth straight weekly decline in what we call the seasonally adjusted unemployment benefits. And that's a good thing. Uh, Economists had forecasted much, much more. Now, obviously, people aren't back to work because they're still concerned about uh, the virus. They're still concerned about the Delta variant. And they're concerned about the lack of child care facilities. We were just down the shore as a family. And but we talk about the worker shortage. Literally every place we went to eat or get food had a sign right out in the front. We are short staffed and you really got to hand it to the people that showed up because I can only imagine what they're dealing with with people on vacation who are frustrated, not getting exactly what they want when they want. Uh, But that work, this worker shortage is real. It is, Matt. And now we're getting to the point where some people are already returning to the universities. Uh, Move-in was last week was uh, this past week was Villanova University and other universities in our area. I've also noticed not only at the Jersey Shore, I did talk to some owners, but around where I live in the Chester County area, some restaurants are now going to what they call being kitchen restaurants, which means they're they're foregoing the sitting down at the tables, having waiters and waitresses, and hoping to make it on takeout as well as um, delivery from the various services. Now, there are some positives about this. That means the family can spend more time together at home and do things. I think they're, we got to look at the positives of all these kinds of things, but you're right. Uh, the sure did the best they could this year, and hopefully next year it'll get better. I think each year it will get better. When we talk about this Delta variant kind of throwing a wrench into things one of the things that jumped out that uh, that consumer sentiment index from the university of michigan that rates uh consumer confidence from july to august it dropped 13 and a half percent which is and it to a lowest level since like december of 2011 i i guess i'm a little surprised but when you think about what we're seeing with this Delta variant, it it has kind of turned things upside down as far as a quote unquote, a return to normal. It has. And I'm glad that you mentioned uh, it goes back to that far uh, 2011. Uh, The same thing can be said about inflation. People upset saying we haven't seen this kind of inflation since 1974. We get a little bit too used to having a robust economy. We get a little bit too used to having low unemployment, low inflation. And not that I'm uh, suggesting we should have high unemployment and high inflation, but there's times when we do go through cycles. It's called the business cycle. And if you're going to see home builder confidence, go down a little bit. And you're going to see the fact that 
contraction in retail sales, even though they're still up from a year ago, uh, we have to take a look at maybe a three to five year trend on things. And sure, the sentiment is down a little bit. The variant has something to do with it. The stock market went down last week. Uh, it's rebounding today, which is a good thing. It's that will build some confidence in people. Uh, the fact that people will start to lose what we call the government-funded benefits expiring on September 6th, that could also be a concern to people as well. Yeah, that's another thing. A lot of programs will be expiring over the next couple of months. And I think a lot of these expirations were set with the idea that we seem to be on the off-ramp. The last few weeks with Delta has shown that the game has changed. We could see some... I don't know if alarming is the word, but some stuff that's kind of all over the place because, uh, you know, some of these programs that have been helping people are going to be ending and we're not in the place I think we thought we were going to be kind of in the pandemic. That's right. We're not seeing seasonal unemployment. We're seeing long-term unemployment in those industries that aren't coming back. So maybe if in your town, uh, one of the industrial plants closed, that means people have to retool and think about what their next step is. And that may mean extra training and education. This takes time. It's not it's not like somebody works at a one retail store and then they can go to another one or works at one casino and move to another casino. We're, we're talking about the livelihood of a lot of people. And that's going to be the, to get that unemployment back down to 3.6 is going to take a while. Uh, I, I, it hurts for, for people. I know it does. I don't want to say be patient, but unfortunately, that's the only thing we have on our side is, is time to be able to say, if we can get through this pandemic, get through the variant, if we can get, the economy rolling again to where it was before, that would be a good thing. But that also means that people have to want to buy our goods overseas as well. That means we have to be able to export things. Federal Reserve minutes for July were released. Uh, anything interesting in there? Anything catch your eye? Well, a couple things were, I think some of the members uh, expressed concern over inflation. Uh, so they, the, uh, the members of the Federal Reserve Board, uh, they've been mixed on, on inflation. They've also been, been mixed on the fact that the willingness to stop purchasing the assets and, and fueling the economy that way. Some people and some people in the Treasury as well as the Fed would like to see the interest rates go up a little bit to try to contract the inflation at 5.4%. So I'm seeing a mixed board right now. Some people want to want to taper off of their what they call asset purchasing and ease into a little bit a more of a higher interest rate. And some are saying, no, let's keep the interest rates low because that's what's helping the economy. People buying on credit and also people being able to pay their mortgages and refinance their mortgages as well. I saw something interesting. I'd like you to explain the Philadelphia Fed's um, manufacturing index uh, went down from 21.9 to 19.4. Kind of explain what that is and what that decline tells us. Sure. The Philadelphia Fed, which I've always had a, a good respect for, they've got lots of good people working in there. Uh, the Philadelphia Fed, you know, it showed the fact that it did go down. Okay. It dropped about what, 19%, I would think, or 19 points, I should say. They expected it to actually drop more than that. They expected it to drop about 24% on this. Uh, it weakened in August because of the fact that you saw everything is catching up with us. The oil prices that we saw in June and July are actually catching up right now. The fact that the manufacturing has slowed a little bit, it's starting to catch up with us. Uh, 
you know, if we cannot sell our goods overseas in other, in other countries, which is the exports, and we did see export prices rise higher than import prices. So that means we're having a problem selling our goods overseas. We are doing better than other countries. We're in terms of the economy, in terms of the, the COVID, it may not seem like it sometimes, but we are, but other countries are lagging behind. So at this point, there's been a little bit of a saturation of people buying durable goods and non-durable goods in our country. And that's why you're seeing that Philly Fed rate go down or the Outlook survey go down. It dropped 19.4 in August. Anything else you're keeping an eye on here as we start to really wind down the summer and turn towards the fall? Well, I'm taking a look at the home builder confidence. Uh, I just want to see what's going to happen in the fall with that. I did speak to many people in the four county area, and they've been seeing that June and July were very good months for for the taxes, tax collections, for the the transfer of real estate, the transfer of commercial real estate. And I think we're going to see a slowdown of that. I know the national index, it's been slowing down. But in this area, except for some of the large cities, we are a very resilient area when it comes to the five-county area outside of Philly, when it comes to the counties right over the the, the Commodore Barry Bridge in New Jersey. We're very resilient. So I think you're you're going to see the fact that the home builder confidence will go down because the economy is still grappling with this what we call supply chain disruptions. We saw lumber increasing by a lot. Uh, just the other day, I was talking to some builders and it was taking three and four months just to get vinyl siding in. It was taking three and four months just to get the what they call the treks in to build decks. Uh, so that's a big slowdown for them. No wonder why the home builder confidence sank last month. So we want to take a look at that to be sure that the Delta variant is not impacting homeowners, home builders, as well as schools, too. That's it for this episode of KYW News Radio in depth. You can listen to the podcast free anytime on the Odyssey app, and you can find it wherever you listen to your favorite shows. I'm Matt Leon, and we'll have another episode out soon. <laughs>